0: Hello and welcome to the Blake and South Show archives for the first week of January. Yeah, we're starting off 2023 with an archive show. And the reason why is because our normal recording time, me and Margaret are watching Wrestle Kingdom. So instead of like forcing this, that, and the other thing, we're just going to put an archive show up. And we'll start off fresh next week to start off our official 10-year anniversary year. So, but here's something fun. I, I found some archives. The last time I found an archive show up, um, it was about the first NXT... Arrival Takeover Show. And everyone seemed to like that show. So I went back into our wrestling archives and I found the announcement of the WWE Network with, at the time, PW Church Assistant Editor James Caldwell. So let's well, start that audio and you guys enjoy this flashback to when the WWE Network was first announced. And then we'll be back next week to start off 2023 and officially our 10 year anniversary year. Good, everybody, enjoy the show.
1: It's so very cool for the boy Rick Flair to come on here and say a thing or two. You all deserve
0: this under the sea, under the sea. <laughs> oh, what a rush! Oh, oh what a rush. it's funny. Don't worry, you can to see the commando. And that's the bomb because gold said so. a cuda with What are your phrase for the rest of your days? It's a problem free philosophy. Woo Akuda Batana. So,
1: I don't know about you. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. Everything will be alright if you keep me next to you. You don't know about me, but I'll bet you want to. Everything will be alright if we just keep dancing like we're 22. 22. Yes,
0: yeah, how, but it never gets old.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it gets longer and longer every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the news. Um, Sal... What's our big, 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 big news item for the week? Uh, I'm going to just say two words. WWE Network. (laughs) Drum roll, please.
1: We are announcing the launch of the WWE Network.
0: That's how that's going to get all fast. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, James, since you're right in the forefront of all this fun stuff, first of all, can you actually explain to... Kind of almost in the layman's, what exactly does "over the top" mean? Because they kept saying that during the press conference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's way over the top, Blake. Yeah, way, way over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh, uh, I got I got very very tired of that slogan. The first time they said it, um, <laughs> I, I think that basically it's internet delivery. You know, it, it's it's available over the internet. It's not going to be available on your traditional cable or satellite. You know, package. You can't pick up the remote and click channel 371. And there's a network. It's it's going to be on a you know your mobile device, your tablet, your Roku, all, all the different new media that's out there. Um, so over the top being you know over the top of traditional means, it's more of an over the top delivery of, of internet delivery. So. So it's different than how it started out. It started out as, hey, we're going to have a network. You know, this was what three and a half, four years ago. Like that. And then the technology kept changing, and then they also found out that you know traditional, traditional cable and satellite companies were not biting on the concept, and so that kind of forced them to go to, okay, we'll just do this all in house, and then they partnered with the MLB uh, network or the or I guess the MLB. The online division of Major League Baseball, it wasn't MLB Network, it was the online division to help them get this off the ground. And so what we have now is they have an online-only, um, quote-unquote, network, and it's all going to be delivered through you know, your your mobile device your your computer, um, so nothing through your television.
0: Well, I think the only way you can get through television is like, um, through the gaming system, then through a Roku box and all that right. other fun stuff. Which, uh, right now, we're looking into a Roku box. So, we are, as of today, we're looking into that. Um,
1: yeah, definitely. We're, we're,
0: we're, we're, me and Mom, me and Mark, who's on the show regularly, my father-in-law, and uh, we're very heavy duty wrestling fans, so we're looking forward to figuring out how to pull this off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are, because I think a lot of people are expecting, oh, I, I have a cable or a satellite, you know, package already so how how do i punch in you know how do i punch it up and pull it up and it's like no it's that's not how it's going to work and and so i, I think that's gonna be that that was my biggest and, and i know that part of this is WWE can't you know no one's biting on this so it's not like they can just force somebody to carry their network but but i think that's the biggest drawback to this is that it's not going to be available on traditional cable and satellite because I, I think that still reaches a very strong percentage of their audience, you know, their their main audience is not, you know, is not the PG audience. If you look at their demographics, Raw skews to like an an average age of like 45 years old. That's an older audience, you know, and so I think that audience is used to watching wrestling or any programming on their cable or their satellite. And so you tell them, oh, it's not going to be a, you know, this network's not going to be available on that. It's going to force people to change, or they're just not going to subscribe. So, you know, they're going to have to. is going to have to reconcile that potential lost audience.
0: Oh, with the um, price point though, you really can't beat this for nine ninety hmm. nine a month, six month commitment. I'm sorry, that's less than Mania. <laughs> Boy, that's completely less than Mania. So for me, that's a big win.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, I, you know they were talking about twelve ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine, but I think nine ninety nine's you know. Just even psychologically, you know, that's a very favorable number, you know, to have that taken out of your credit card a month. You're like, yeah, I could, I could justify nine ninety nine. You know, it's just you know, it's like going to lunch. So, I, you know, I, I think that's you know, that's going to be the biggest thing. And then the WWE is going to make people say, "Oh, look, at all this content I get for nine ninety nine 99 and you know, I think that'll help people stick around. You know, I, you know, it, you know, maybe some people burn through all the content in six months and they unsubscribe. But you know, obviously WWE is trying to you know keep people engaged with the pay-per-views and and that sort of thing. You know, available for nine ninety nine a month, so you know, it, it adds up to what should be a good deal for you know for everybody. The only drawback being you know not available on TV. Yeah,
0: See, I'm looking at it as um, I'm a, I have a huge DVD collection sitting over there with pay-per-views on it, but I don't have them all. So now I can actually say, like, it's January, I want to watch Old Rumbles, I can go and watch the Old Rumbles, which I'm actually looking forward to doing that, personally. You know, I can go back and say, I want yeah. to watch it, like the 2001 Royal Rumble, I don't have that in my collection, I can now see that while having to wait for Netflix to deliver it to me, which is awesome. So, I think that's a really cool concept to have all the pay-per-views available to watch, though, so I think
1: that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Plus the WCW and ECW shows. You know, I mean, there's so many of the ECW shows that people don't even know exist. <laughs> you know, some of those, you know, some of those older pay-per-views. So I mean, that's going to be fascinating. I mean, and again, though, it gets to the, you know, will people burn through all the content in six months and unsubscribe? <laughs> and you know, that's the biggest question mark for me. Yeah. That's
0: like with the torch. It's kind of impossible to get through everything in a certain amount of time. But it's how you guys have to all your members. That's how I hear, here, member. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean we have over a 1000 back issues. So yeah, I mean even I go back and and read through a bunch of them, you know. So you know, I'm like, I haven't even read this one, you know, from like 94, 95." Yeah, so uh, it, you're right. It it is kind of impossible to kind of burn through all the shows, you know. And, and plus in and you know, Greg Parks and I torch Calm, as we do the live cast on Thursdays and we even talked about and he brought up a really great point yesterday, which is that or on Thursday, which is, you know, W is probably gonna keep adding stuff to their library. You know, they're starting off with and they're doing this piecemeal where they added first you're gonna have all the pay-per-views, and then they'll probably add, you know, maybe the DVDs like the DVDs that are sit on your shelf. Now you can watch them on you know on this one this one centralized location. And then, you know, maybe they add Coliseum home videos on you know a digital di- digitalized. And they might add, you know, an AWA collection. They might add a, uh, you know, Mid-South, you know, so, I mean, they can they can add more to this, kind of how we roll out back issues for VIP members. Um, they might keep adding to this so you don't feel like you're burning through all the content.
0: Good, stuff. So. All right, uh, so James, I just had a quick question. Do you think that they're going to create enough revenue at 9 to keep this thing going?
1: after six months I, I think the the key is going to be I think the key is gonna be how many people to get up front and how do they entice because once you get the I think the upfront people are gonna be the hardcore people you know yeah right. I, you know I'm the wave for the network I you know I'm ready let's go let's go and then and then you're trying to capture the next wave which is the casual slash laps fans and are they going to be willing to pay nine ninety nine you know, because WWE justified this whole network as you know we have this entire group of of lapsed slash casual fans um, that maybe used to watch the show or watch you know Raw every once in a while or only watch the Royal Rumble because it's sort of a you know party type deal. Um, how, how can they convince that group of people to spend nine ninety nine to watch more WWE when they're not watching it right now? And I think that's the sales pitch. And I even heard. You know, Stephanie McMahon kind of used some of these buzzwords like, you know, wrestling fan and wrestling historian and, you know, trying to – you know, they're trying to market this toward – you might not like the current product. You might not watch very much right now, but we have all this stuff that you remember and you liked. And, and so can they get those people to spend nine ninety nine dollars I think that's the biggest question mark as far as can they generate enough revenue from this. Um, and, then, and then it's going to become international. You know, the international – um, roll out at the end of this year, the beginning of next year. That's probably going to get them. Presumably, I would presume that would get them to their benchmark. You know, their their bottom line for this thing to be successful is one million subscribers. I, I don't know if they can get to that in the domestic market, at least initially. I, I just I don't know if there's enough people, and I don't know if there's a million U.S. wrestling fans out there willing to pay nine ninety nine for the network. I, I just don't know. So I, I think that. When they get to international, that should put them over the top, and then make this where they can't create enough revenue because that's what they've said all along is they have to get to a million subscribers. And so, you know, like you're saying, Sal, you know, is there, is there enough revenue out there? I, I think once they hit international, then I think that should put them over. Oh, great! I'm gonna do it over the top. Man, I'm trying to avoid that. Um, <laughs> yes, that will put them over the top when they hit international.
0: It's so hard Very to nice. avoid that sentence.
1: Really I funny. tried. I tried, guys. I tried.
0: <laughs> okay, well, um, as we found out, I actually, funny part is I watched the press conference, and then when they started showing us
1: how to use the
0: use the actual um, <laughs> interface, yeah. I turned off the press conference and missed the ending with Cena announcing the date. I completely missed it, because I didn't, didn't feel like getting a narration. I to felt to like I things. was watching a tutorial on how to download the WWE app for, like, the 18,000th time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But anyway, so February twenty fourth, right after Raw, uh, this will start with the post Raw show. Um, I don't know; it just that sounds it sounds like fun, I guess. To get the post Raw show, I'm not sure how I feel about a post and pre show on a three hour broadcast.
1: Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a four hour broadcast now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah The pre show, yeah, the actual show, on the, yeah. Oh my goodness, four hours.
0: I've know um, all live as it is. So <laughs> right now. But, um, other than that, we actually, the con- well, let's, before I even get into the content of the network, when it comes to, like, the stream and putting it the WrestleMania, I was listening to DotNet Weekly before we went on the air from .NET, and the one thing that Jason brought up, which is a valid point, is what if something happens during Mania with the stream? Is this almost 100% guaranteed that the stream's not
1: going to go out right in the middle of Mania? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see this being like you know a typical internet pay per view where you know people are tweeting how's the stream, you know, or hey the stream's down. I, I mean, they they went through MLB, you know, MLB's had the the technology, <clears throat> excuse me, for you know 14 years. Uh, this was a six month project, so I, I'm sure they did, and they have a lot of money to do this, a lot of t- testing a lot of let's let's simulate wrestlemania you know let's simulate a, a 1 million people who are trying to watch this at the same time you know this isn't you know a major league baseball game where you know it, you know it's the uh, I'll use my lowly astros as an example you know this isn't the astros playing the you know the devil ray or the rays and you know maybe a thousand people are trying to watch the game at one time you know this is wrestlemania with a much bigger audience at the same time so i'm sure they tested all that and I, I'm sure that they went through all those things and um, you know this is the, I mean they've put so much time and effort and money into this that I, I'm pretty sure that they are gonna have every single thing covered as far as the stream goes I'd be very 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 surprised <clears throat> if the stream goes down during during main or any pay-per-view um, and at that point then then you start asking questions about whether this network is viable I mean if you if you have a stream that goes down during mania, that's gonna be a problem, but I'm sure that they have put every effort into making sure that does not happen. All
0: right. Well, as for the content. Like you said, we have all, all the WWE, WCW, ECW pay-per-views. We got um, the entire catalog of Raw and SmackDown in history. Is that correct, or is this Raw? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's both Raw and SmackDown. And and something that we actually had a discussion about on the live cast is. You know, does that include, you know, maybe some controversial shows? You know, I'm thinking, you know, for pay-per-view and for the pay-per-view category too, you know, Over the Edge with Owen Hart yeah, yeah. and the the Chris Benoit tribute show on Raw, um, you know, quote-unquote tribute. Yeah, so I wonder if those shows are included. And, and and I can go either way. You know, I can understand they don't want to include the pay-per-view or, and Benoit or one or the other. And, you know, it, it's, you know... It's it's their history, you know. So they're gonna tell it how they want. It. I mean, yeah, I, I think the the completists say that should be included. You know, I am not gonna say I'm not gonna write a column and say, you know, they should include every single episode, including those. If they don't include those, I'm not gonna say that's you know that's this doesn't go this network is is you know is a fraud. It, it's you know that's a judgment call on their end, and, and not, I'm not gonna go one way or the other on. I I'm, I can go either way on that on that topic.
0: Yeah, with um, over the edge. That's a difficult one. The Chris Benoit tribute show—you don't have to air that. No one will know what's missing. I think at this point, no one's really going to care. I know I don't think about that anymore, and we rarely ever yeah. Benoit up on this show. We brought him up last week because of the announcement that they're not going to edit Benoit out of the shows. That I appreciate because that would be weird <laughs> to watch Raw, old Raw, and Benoit it out for an entire match would be really strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in so many main events. So I mean, he was in main events of Raw. I mean, the, I mean, they had so many six man tags. Yeah, I mean, so you're right. I mean, they, I mean, they had so many six man tags in like 2004 and five on Raw. And, I mean, these are main events. So you, I mean, you, you have you know Shawn Michaels on the on the ring apron with the pixelated you know man next to him. So wow. it's We're you know you, you, you really can't do that. So I, I'm glad they're I'm not glad, but you know I I think that's the right move that they're you know gonna have the disclaimer. They're going to include him. And, you know, it, it goes back. You know, Vincent McMahon had a quote in W Magazine about four years ago. Somebody brought up Benoit, and he said, you know what? He, he is part of our history. You know, We have to include him. We have to document him. We're just not going to glorify or bring attention to him. And, and so I, I think this is kind of striking that balance, the way they're, they're including him in the footage, but they're going to have a disclaimer. All right.
0: Well, I was just thinking WrestleMania 20 made that one of my favorite made events of all time. Mm-hmm. Then was in that match, which yeah, I don't know. I, I was at the Raw the day after WrestleMania 20, and that was amazing. And I'd love to see that again, and that's one of those nights I don't want to be edited. So, um, so anyway, Sal, you're gonna say something? Or um, I was just wondering, um, you know, w- with the whole launch of the network and everything like that, do you think that this will potentially change? how the pay-per-views are distributed do you really think that they're going to go the tv and cable and satellite route anymore
1: i think there will still be um a, a time period where it's on both and i don't know how long that time period is i because you know what's so interesting about this is WWE network is kind of at the crossroads of, of the future of tv in the whole tv industry Uh, And I saw a lot of mainstream publications kind of writing about that, how WWE is kind of sitting here in the middle of an interesting period for TV and and now, you know, pay-per-view where, you know, TNA has what, you know, two, maybe three pay-per-views a year now. Uh, WWE is going to – they're going to start pushing people toward the network, toward the pay-per-view. Yes, you can still, you know, go to your pay-per-view channel or call your local cable provider or pay-per-view provider and order the pay-per-view. But, and even, and, and WWE sent out a, 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 an SEC, or you know, they filed a document with the SEC yesterday kind of talking about the network, and one of the things they said is that one of the potential, you know, as they transition, one of the potential down points could be the, you know, the regular pay-per-view buys and whether some of those pay-per-view providers drop them. You know, that's unheard of. You know, that's something that would happen in TNA, but as WWE starts pushing people to the network, you know, people are going to order pay-per-views to the traditional means less and less, um, so that might lead to some co- some pay-per-view providers dropping WWE pay-per-views, and then that will really force people to to buy the network. So, right. you know, so this t- 2014 is going to be an interesting sort of, you know, network subscriptions going up, pay-per-view buys going down, and, and where where do those two where do those two points meet, and then how does that look in 2015? So. I think you know by 2016, maybe 2017, there there might not be pay per views on cable, satellite, you know, traditional means. You know that that might go away in two or three years, um, and everything will be through the network, and, and that will be very interesting. And, and do they do they lose do they lose some people in that process who either don't have the means to order the network, you know, or they don't have a device, they have a cable or satellite package, or they just have a general TV and they watch at, your, at their buddy's house. Um, it, or how, do they lose older fans who feel kind of disenfranchised by the technology movement uh, so uh, you know but pay-per-view I, I think eventually three years from now maybe uh, pay-per-views might not exist on traditional you know cable or satellite well
0: I was thinking when um you were saying with the cable and satellite providers maybe losing some money do you think that would actually affect it and maybe they'll bring the network on if they're losing money because people aren't my hate reviews anymore because I know I'm not gonna spend um sixty bucks on hate review if I'm going to hit the network for ten
1: bucks. <laughs> that that that's that's definitely the right thing. Yeah de- that's definitely the the uh you know th- that's the question that a lot of people are gonna ask themselves. Wait a second, y'all, I could I could order the network for nine ninety nine and watch Mania and I know I'm locked in for six months. I, okay I get that but I'm not paying fifty nine or sixty five dollars up front for just Mania. Um. So. So. Yeah. I, I. think. You know. In WWE's. I don't know what his new position is called. I can't remember off the top of my head. But the the CFO George Barrios said that that. Uh, I think in the last conference call that they were trying to work with the pay per view and the traditional companies to say, hey, look, we're putting these pay per views on the network. You need to get on board. And not really in ultimatum way. I'm kind of stating it like it's an ultimatum, but they're basically trying to work out a deal here and be like, "Hey, let's work together here, because we're putting the pay-per-views on the network. That's going to cost you guys money, you know. You, you know, because basically they get half of what WWE gets from the, you know. So if somebody spends sixty bucks on the pay-per-view, the pay, the the cable, well, okay, it all gets split up. But basically, the the traditional people, the cable, satellite, the pay-per-view provider, they all get half of that. You know, that's all split among them half. So $30 is going to them, $30 WWE. Now, with all these pay-per-view buys on the network and, and that's all, you know, how is that all going to work out with pay-per-view buys and all that? That's all going to WWE now. So I think, you know, even WWE said, you know, we're trying to work out a deal with these traditional companies to have them get on board and, and and you know so so that we, you know they can still distribute this network on traditional means i think it's going to take some time for the traditional companies to kind of you know kind of wake up a little bit and say hey if we want to if we want to still have a pay-per-view business you know 3 years from now we got to we got to get this thing on board or get on board with this network so that might not happen until maybe later on this year if at all you know it might not ever happen and then all these traditional companies kind of you know they what you know, whatever their future looks like, it might not be very good. But um, I, I think WWE is definitely trying to get them on board, but they just haven't they just haven't taken the bait so far. Well,
0: I know um, the, con- the
1: TV rights um, deal are
0: going on. What do you think this will have effect on the TV rights deals going on this year?
1: I you know I I kind of look at those being separate in the sense that Raw and SmackDown are still going to be the flagship shows. You know more Raw than SmackDown. On whatever channel they land on, I, I think WWE sees this. WWE almost sees this as we have the TV, and and then you know TV and pay per view used to be their two biggest, you know, their two biggest deals. Now, or it used to be pay per view number one, TV number two. Now TV is number one, pay per view is number two. I I think that pay per view number two is going to be replaced by the network. So whatever revenue they get from the network, that's going to become their number two. Revenue source, pay-per-view will eventually kind of fade away as people still kind of order through traditional means as long as it's available. Um, But I think they see the TV rights revenue as being its own separate entity. So whatever the money they get from Raw and SmackDown, whatever network they land on, USA Network, some other channel, whatever – I think they see that as a separate animal and the network as another animal and both can thrive at the same time. So I I think that's how they're looking at it as two major separate revenue streams. Um, So I I think the only thing where the network kind of comes into play is, you know, as WWE negotiates these TV rights deals, um, who's going to get access to the replays, the on-demand access, you know, kind of like right now. Uh, raw replays are on, I think, Universal HD through the NBC Universal kind of family of networks. Um, when when WWE negotiates the you know sort of that that aspect, I think they want to put the on demand exclusively on the network. But whoever they're negotiating the TV deal with, they might say, no, 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 we want access to the to the on demand the replay. We want to put it on if you're NBC Universal, you know, we want to keep it on Universal HD or if they negotiate with somebody else, they want to say, "No, no, no, we want to put it on on an X Y Z channel." So I, I think that's the only real place where the network and the TV rights kind of intersect is who gets access to the to the replays.
0: All right. Well, um, far the network concerned, I'm excited that I can finally watch NXT without having to go to Hulu, which I I'm not a Hulu person, so I don't go there yeah. often. So I'm excited I get to watch NXT. That's a show I've been looking forward to seeing. And you guys, and I'm always hearing you guys talk about it and how good it is and how great it is, and how I'm looking forward to NXT. Also, we have um, Legends House, which I'll admit I started laughing when I watched the preview because it looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and of um, course, WWE Countdown, which is their countdown show, and then the pre and post shows for Ron and SmackDown. And um, am I missing anything when it comes to their content, or is that
1: everything? Uh, let's see, they got, yeah, uh, Countdown, Legends House, um, the, po- the pre and post, um, I, I feel like there's another show, yeah, and I can't find it, I can't uh, find it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go through the, I know the, the <laughs> logos in my head, you know, I can see all the logos in my head, um, but yeah, the, the Legends House one, I wasn't, I'm not too thrilled by the, uh, the, the pre, like you said, ridiculous, uh, um, I I wasn't uh, the Monday Night War. That's the other one. Yeah, the WrestleMania Rewind. Rewind. Those, Rewind. Are the okay. yeah. Those are the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Legends House did not look very appealing. <laughs> it looked it looked very goofy for the sake of being goofy. And now maybe they were just trying to be that way for the, you know, uh, just to you know roll out a trailer and kind of make it look like they're all a bunch of old crazy guys. But uh, it it really didn't it didn't capture my attention Ooh. with that trailer. The <laughs> I don't think and and the they, all, they, all have, they all have bad news from Wade Barrett, so there's that. They're not <laughs> going for them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, Sal loves bad news, Barrett. I don't know why, but he loves them. <laughs> but, um, okay, well, wow, this really real going for a half hour. I me mean, obviously wrap this up but real quickly. You mentioned earlier that you you're projecting all the way to 2017. With the network now. Officially launching them in February. You're covering this all the time mm. for the future, for the future of the wrestling business. What do you think all this does for it? Positive, negative, in general.
1: I I think that for WWE and, and you know be them being the number one company, I, I think it secures their their future for the most part. You know, it, it, let's say I mean let, let's say that the cable slash satellite industry completely changes in three years. You know, let's say. That some of you know, and in, 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 I, I think it comes down to this. Um, let, let's, let's take Comcast for an example. Comcast is paying a ton of money to carry ESPN, and, and that's causing all this, all the cable and Comcast being cable. It, you know, all these cable bills are so expensive. You know, I, I mean, obviously, I order every pay per view because it's my job to cover them. I, I have a a bundle where I have uh, cable, I have um, phone, I have internet, I, and then all the pay per views. Um, obviously, that differs from month to month. I'm paying about two fifty a month for all, for all of that. That's per that's my package. Uh, that's a lot of money, you know what I mean? And so I think that as people say, you know what, I can get I can get um I can get my favorite TV shows on Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Um, for $9.99 a month. I can get the network for 9.99. dollars I can spend $20 and get a pretty good amount of wrestling content or just general entertainment content. Whereas, and even just stripping away what my bundle is of the phone and the internet, if I just got the cable deal, the cable aspect of my bill is about 80 to $100. $20 is $80. You know, that's a pretty big difference. Um, so I think what's going to happen is that a lot of these TV negotiation deals are going to come up. And there's going to be some of that more, you know, that blackout stuff that was kind of coming up a couple years ago where, you know, XYZ company was negotiating with this other company and they couldn't have come to an agreement. Boom. These channels are off the air. That's going to happen more and more, I think, as the market kind of dictates a cheaper price. But these cable companies, they can't they can't afford to slash how much they're charging people because of how much they're being charged by ESPN, USA Network, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this whole this uh, so I think what WWE is trying to do to kind of get to you know I'm kind kind of going around my point is WWE is trying to secure their future by saying if if, if if let's say USA Network went away in three years you know the whole industry is just gone it changes it's, all of it just goes away or it's not the same form that it is right now they can still you know they they would have three years of establishing a network and then they can put Raw and SmackDown on the network to where They own. Then they would own the distribution of their own show. They would hope that they would have enough people subscribed by then, to where there wouldn't be a major drop off. You know, the average raw nowadays has you know four million viewers. If you add in DVR, you know about four and a half million. If they have if they have at minimum by you know three years from now three million subscribers, you know that's not that big of a drop off. You know you know four million to three million. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's still you're still in business. Now, obviously, then that TV rights revenue would go away, but, but they would hope that they would make up for that by having you know, a ton of subscribers in three years. Um, so I, I'm just kind of forecasting out that you know, and this whole thing could change. And then that's where if, if all this changes, let's say Spike TV goes away, if TNA is still in business in three years, which you know that's a 50-50 proposition, then they might be in trouble because then they wouldn't have TV. And, you know, what does Sinclair Broadcast look like for Ring of Honor? Um, so all these things are big question marks three years from now. So I, I, th- I think what WWE is doing is they're trying to secure their future to make sure they always have a home for all their shows, no matter what happens to the cable satellite industry. Um, it, it's the smaller companies that are going to suffer um, if, if TV goes away. And, you know, that's going to affect TNA if they're still in business, Ring of Honor, et cetera, et cetera. So. Um the industry is changing, and I think WWE is trying to stay ahead of the curve on that um, to make sure they have a viable business three years from now. All right.
0: Well, James, um, thank you for taking time out of your busy morning. I know you're a busy man with the torch. Um, thanks for coming on the show with us. Do you want to get a quick plug-in for the torch
1: while you're still here? Sure. Uh, definitely. PWTorch.com, uh, I can cover it. Basically, if I'm awake um, and not watching sports or – You know, doing life. I'm, you know, I'm updating the website, covering the latest news. Um, You know, glad to come on you guys' show. And, and, you know, Blake, I always appreciate your reports. And Sal, good to talk to you. Uh, And so, yeah, pwtorch.com. We update around the clock. We have a VIP membership option, which includes a ton of audio, over a thousand Torch back issues. I mean, some really fascinating stuff. I mean, uh, and I put this up on the site yesterday was a Ric Flair insider interview from 20 years ago um talking about retirement what so so, so, so that was just kind of that yeah, was kind of fascinating to read back cuz he was talking about you know maybe I'll get into promoting wrestling what? and I'm like no no you're not okay. you know I'll, I'll tell you that you're not going to so um it, it's just it's just fascinating to look back through the back issues that are available for a VIP subscription and we've all we've all the rate right information at pwtorch.com/govip uh, so pwtorch.com/govip Find out how to become a VIP member, and you know, uh, Blake, as you mentioned earlier. I mean, you can't you can't read through everything. You can't listen to every back audio. Um, we have the WrestleMania roundtable retrospective that we're trying to complete, um, and, and we I think we're up to like twelve or thirteen. So we're getting closer to the real time. I think we started real time about WrestleMania twenty you know, where we did it every single year of WrestleMania. So we're getting closer. We're getting closer to completing the WrestleMania roundtables. Um, so that's definitely one of the popular features with VIP subs. So, um, yeah, pwtorch.com. If you want to be a VIP member, pwtorch.com slash VIP. All right. Well, James, thank you again. And uh, we'll have to have you on later on in the year. Definitely. I enjoyed it. Uh, good to talk to you guys. Uh, good to talk to you guys. And I uh, hope you have a good rest of the show. All right. Have a good one, James. Thanks, James. All right.
0: Closing time Open all the
1: doors And let you out Into the world Closing time